Welcome to the Team Clearcoat Podcast. This is an automotive enthusiast podcast by two car nerds. We love cars, we love talking about cars, and we love yelling at each other about cars. I'm Dave. And I'm Ian. And this is our show. Hello, everyone. Hi. Welcome yet again to Team Clearcoat. Episode four. Episode four. Wow. Yeah. We're, so we've had some news lately. We're up on iTunes. Yes. Uh, launched... And uh, the entire automotive world, like, ground to a halt. <laughs> Everybody listened to it. And we yep. have had, yep. uh, I'm going to say, 3 million downloads. Um, in the first day. In the first day. Yeah, probably. I mean, it was like six hours in, yeah. I think. Mm-hmm. And then we have, we've had probably, <laughs> probably like, uh, uh, you know, a few thousand um, uh, five-star reviews already. Yep, and uh, um, one, of which, one of which was mine. <laughs> Book deals. Yes. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Yep. Uh, movie developments. Yes. Um, someone's asking you to run for president. I thought that was weird. Yeah, no, that's a bad choice. Yeah. Um, fiscal conservative social liberal. Mm-hmm. Not really a su- successful platform. Yeah. But anyway, um, I, I am expecting the keys to a Koenigsegg 1 1. Right. I have promised that should we ever get our hands on one, I'm going to cosplay as Christian von Koenigsegg. I, yeah, I think that has to happen. You just need to be, I mean, we need to shave everything. <laughs> yes, shave all the gingerness off. Yep. Um, You're going to need to put on a few pounds. Yeah, yeah, and I told Ian, it's it's like that rich guy kind of 30 pounds where you can tell that that <laughs> person, like maybe they were a little bit heavier, but they have enough money to have a really good personal trainer now. Yeah. But that personal trainer isn't like super hard on them. Right. So you kind of come out looking like Ricky Gervais, <laughs> which is good. Like he's he looks great, but you guys get the idea of what I'm saying yeah. when I say rich guy 30 pounds. Um, and I I I want to talk about Christian von Koenigsegg real quick because I love the fact that he exists on this planet. Because if yeah. our world ever had a supervillain, if there was ever a human being alive that turned out to be a supervillain, like on a Bond level, yeah, it would be him. Right. Yeah. No, we we lucked out that he's you know giving us mm-hmm. fast cars yeah. and uh, you know direct injection and mm-hmm. all of those sorts of things instead of. Instead of hollowing on a volcano someplace, <laughs> which is what he really should be doing. Yes. Yeah. You yeah. Know? When you make your cars in an old fighter jet fighter jet factory, yeah, um, you have an insane amount of money and, and a really cool looking family crest. Yeah. And you're bald. Well, just family crest. You know, it yeah. doesn't even have to be qualified with true cool looking. If you have a family crest <laughs> and Vaughn is in your name, uh, true. It's, yeah. Yeah, the, like those Facebook or internet quizzes. Like, mm-hmm. what friend's character are you? Like, how close are you to being a supervillain? He's like, <laughs> check. Well, Vaughn, check. Family. Gosh, they've really got me pegged on this one. Yeah, I'm a total Phoebe. <laughs> <laughs> so right now and he's we, a nice counterweight too to Elon, to Elon Musk. He well. is. He is. Yeah, I feel like even though Elon is pretty crazy, um, the. Having the straight man of Christian von Koenigsegg and his like his wonderful delivery whenever you hear him interviewed at a at a auto show mm-hmm. or anything like that he's so he's so deadpan and so yeah we wanted a faster car so we gave this one thirteen hundred horsepower <laughs> so like, matter of fact so yeah. ridiculous uh-huh. we we 
figured out how to not even have a transmission and use hybrid electric and direct drive. Yeah. And now it's one of the fastest cars on the planet. This mm-hmm. is just something I did. Just like I ate, <laughs> ate, ate my muesli this morning as, <laughs> as casually as I ate my muesli and drove my Saab <laughs> station wagon to work this morning. Yeah. Does he drive a, a Saab station wagon? No, but he has that Saab station wagon that is the test bed for the um, pneumatic actuated valve techno- uh, drivetrain technology. Oh, really? So, I didn't know he was doing that with the Saab. Yeah, so that's he, interesting. He has it's for anybody that doesn't know, it's an engine that's designed around not having a camshaft, camshaft and traditional timing. It uses pneumatic actuators to open and close the valves, which is crazy, and it works very well. Because you have infinitely variable timing, and apparently they've been doing it on locomotives for yeah locomotives for yeah. years, right? Uh huh. Yeah. If you're if you ever walk by a locomotive on the track, sometimes you can hear like a psh, 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 you know, and hear the valves on the on the engine firing. It's really cool. Yeah. But his test bed vehicle for that is just a humble Saab station wagon, which oh, I that's think pretty is pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. That's so, interesting. Yeah. Anyway. This has been our segment about Christian von Koenigsegg. That was that was a that was a really fast, just tangent that we yeah. went down. Yeah, everything that we had planned, we went straight away from it yeah. instantly. I right. like it. Yeah, I think we should do that. All right. Um, you have a you have any garage updates? What do you got going on? Um, how's the Saab? The Saab is doing okay. So it, I do want to mention real quick again that we saw that I saw our podcast Angel once again when I was driving uh, yeah. back from washing the, I actually washed the Saab. I was driving on Monaco heading mm-hmm. home and I saw yet another Volkswagen Phaeton heading in the opposite direction. And of course I said, "Hey, that's a cool shiny Passat." No, <laughs> Volkswagen Phaeton. So it, we saw I saw Phaeton before we recorded last time, I yeah. saw a Phaeton this time. I feel like all of these factors are very good omens or horrible om- omens considering the reliability of Phaetons. So. Yeah, I really – we need to find mm-hmm. a Phaeton owner and get them on here just yeah. so we can ask them about everything that's ever gone wrong with yeah. that car. I, I used to see one parked all the time on Martin Luther King when I was driving over to my friend Eric's house. And I would see it, and, you know, sometimes it would be in a different space, you know, so, like, you could tell it was getting driven. Right. And then one day it was just gone. Yeah. And there were a couple other cars in its place, you know, just in the general parking area. And I was trying to figure out, like, if this person previously had a Phaeton and it went south, (laughs) which one of these cars would they have bought next? Yeah. And it was like a, I don't know, maybe like a Kia Sportage, Uh a... Some other generic, like maybe a Toyota Camry or something like that. Mm -hmm. And then a Land Rover Discovery, too. And I was like, oh, man, I really hope they didn't buy a Land Rover Discovery because that would be even worse. Yeah. And hopefully they just took their Phaeton and moved to a different... So essentially what you're saying is it went one of two ways. Either either they were so beat down by the experience (laughs) of the Phaeton that they just crawled into the Kia dealership Assume the fetal position. You said, "Give me a Sportage," <laughs> or 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 the uh-huh. Phaeton finally blew up, yes. and they were like, "Yes, you know what? Fuck it. I need more pain. Yes, let's do this. Uh-huh. Nipple I'm, clamps and a give me a Land, Land Rover. Rover. <laughs> I am that much of a masochist. Yeah, I, I don't know. Anyway, and street parking a Phaeton is is interesting too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's one thing that I think is an an interesting perspective 
uh, that we should probably talk about more often is the idea of like I live pretty close to downtown. Yep. Street parking mm-hmm. when you care about your car yeah. is a is a hazardous mm-hmm. endeavor. Like I when I lived in Capitol Hill I had a a couple of times uh bicycles like hitting and breaking my mirror and yeah. all that kind of stuff. You know, I have a big dent in my hood where a hobo sat on it. Is that, it is, I'm telling you, it, it is a hobo-sized ass print of a dent. As they gently, tenderly made love to another hobo. I can only assume. I can only assume that's what was going on. This was in the same apartment where in the alley we had a serial pooper. Oh, no. Yeah. Really? Human poop. They would just show up outside our gate regularly. Yeah? And then, like, my landlord asked me about it, and I was like... You know that if the toilet was broken, you would get a phone call, right? Like, you would be literally the first person I would call about that. I'm not going to let you know by shitting in the alley outside your car. That's not how this works. I mean, let me check my lease. But I'm pretty sure that's not how it works. If you were that (laughs) passive-aggressive. My toilet's been broken for weeks. (laughs) You know, I've been been doing anything a sane person would do. I've I've gone outside. I've taken a shit in the alley to show the landlord. I mean, what else does he want me to do? Yeah. Have you called? No. 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 Why would I I do that? That's weird. Yeah. Anyway. So, things we've seen on the street. Um... I think we've both maybe have seen the same mm-hmm. BMW i8 yeah. rolling around town. It, and I, it, it was blue-black. Yeah. The hot electric blue and, and do black. Do they come in other colors? Can I have no idea. I've colors? only seen blue. Yeah. yeah. I don't I, know. They look a lot better in person than they, they do. They really do. Than they do um, in, uh, uh, in pictures. Yeah. Very low, very wide. Yeah, and those buttresses are cool, like mm-hmm. the little like open areas, you know, that are that are on the sides. I think those are awesome. Yeah, it stands out, and uh, yeah, you know, we like the things that really stand out. It it really does. Yep. I mean, a Pontiac Aztec st- kind of stands out as well, but you know, kind of in yeah. a bad way. Yeah. But I really, I really like it. It looks great. So yeah. this actually is a good segue too, and I forgot about this until just now. Speaking of standing out. Mm-hmm. And and sort of the idea of like moving things forward, mm-hmm. and you have that when when car designers are introducing a new car that does move things forward, they have that choice to make it stand out visually or make it unremarkable visually. So there was that there was an article this week in the Atlantic about how Tesla, because the Model X was released this oh. week. Okay, the this is the article that you sent me that yeah. I refuse to read. Yeah, yeah. which, you, I mean, you know, fair mm-hmm. enough. I mean, I, I forgot that you were illiterate when I sent it to you. <laughs> I really, it was inconsiderate of me. I don't know how to work my phone. Just pictures of kittens <laughs> show up on it and words. And yeah, anyway. Um, yeah, so it was bas- the premise was basically that, that Tesla is um, rewriting the way that people desire cars, that they are basically fixing what's wrong. The way the subtext was that they were fixing what's wrong with, with car culture, that car culture is too, you know, masculine and, and self-centered and gross. And so he, the, the, the author kept comparing the Tesla Model S with a Lamborghini Aventador, which 
I guess, like, performance-wise, 0 to 60, right. sort of comparable. Nobody is cross-shopping a Tesla and an Aventador. Like, exactly. They're, two, they're yeah. four different yeah. things. And if Tesla had wanted to make a supercar, they would have made a supercar. But exactly. But they, they were trying to make a car that checked boxes... Yes. As many boxes as possible for as many people as possible. This this is why I, I didn't read the entire article because I, I kind of looked through it a little bit and I saw where this um where the author was going with it and I just I just kind of wrote it off as something that I didn't even want to spend my time on. Right. Because like you said, it's completely incorrect. Yeah, it's just it's I think it was a case of like people <clears throat> it was a guy who just does not understand what uh, car culture is actually all about and what an interest in cars actually means. You know, it doesn't mean, or it doesn't have to mean, you know, it's not always a dick measuring contest, right? right. It's right. appreciating things that are interesting or, or, or sexy or fast or whatever it is. Right. Um, technology, technological achievements, right? Like a Tesla is. Yeah. I wouldn't necessarily call an Aventador a, technological achievement i mean it does no, really great cool at, looking right, right. It, as far as like you know the use of carbon fiber and all those things it's yeah but it's not as innovative as a tesla right given the time but it's for a completely different thing exactly yeah it's not for the same thing right so right. yeah yeah i just thought that article was okay. really annoying and it got me got me irritated yeah so i wanted to bring it up okay all right it annoyed me too yeah so anyway don't don't seek it out. <laughs> that it's thing awful. we told you about, don't read it. Yeah. Yeah. Glad we wasted your time. <laughs> this is what we're here it. for. We're going to recap things that you shouldn't read. <laughs> here we go. Don't bother. Up next, we'll read screenplays of movies that never made it. <laughs> so I saw a couple things when I was out tootling around over the past few days. Um, I saw a Ferrari FF in a super dark blue. Ooh. Just so I've seen two in Denver. I've seen a red one and a, now this blue one. Just love it, man. Just love that car so much. If I had to, if you just said day favorite Ferrari, it would be the FF. Yeah, and it's. I mean, obviously, neither of us have driven one, right. but uh, from everything I've read and and everything, it's flawed. Yeah, but I don't care. I nope. love it don't so care. so much. Don't care. I want it. Mm-hmm. Yep. Want one? Yeah. I the only one I've ever seen. I saw one uh, on my way to work. It was like uh, it was in the middle of the winter, and we had we had just had uh, kind of an ice storm. Okay. So the roads were really really bad, and so I twenty five was just parking out. So I was like taking the long way around to try to get down to work, and uh, uh, there was a silver one coming out of like one of those really high end places. But he was driving it in the snow, That's which awesome is just the coolest thing ever. And I just, I just loved it. And he, he got on it. It was sideways, V twelve whaling. It was so cool. That's awesome. Yeah, that's awesome. That's someone doing it right. Yeah. And for anybody mm-hmm. that doesn't know, the Ferrari FF is their weird little station wagon Ferrari. It's yeah. Shooting brake. Shooting brake is what they call it. What, yeah. Because it's, it's a two door. Two door, but has a a station wagon back. Yeah. Yeah. And it's supposed to be the back seat's supposed to be actually really comfortable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, and it's four wheel drive. Yep, and I think it disengages four-wheel drive in, in fifth gear and higher, maybe? Yeah, it's, it well, does there's some two transmissions. trickery like that. There's, yeah, yeah. There's, it's got two distinct transmissions. So there's, it, they did that so they could get the engine lower, so they could keep it basically at the same height um, as the, 
as a rear-wheel drive car, so they don't have to run a drive shaft. Right. They're not making an the SUV. Bottom. They're making a Ferrari. Right. Yeah. So still V12 front engine. So they have the regular drive shaft going out the back through the the regular. The regular, I think it's like a seven-speed um, okay. dual clutch mm-hmm. thing. And then they have another transmission up in the front that I think. I can't remember how many speeds it has. I didn't think we were going to talk about the Ferrari FF. So I didn't yeah. really look it up. But, like, basically it only has a couple of the speeds, and it's basically just to get you traction out of, like, slow corners and when you when you would need it in the snow, yeah, right? Yeah. Like, you don't need four-wheel drive when you're doing 100. Uh-huh. So that's yeah. the idea. I love it. Yeah. It's it's great. I And I, I love that it's flawed. Yeah. Yeah. Know? I mean, you can't ha- – it can't be perfect, and I'm okay with that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, let's see. So I saw the i8. Um, I got to ride in a semi truck for the first time That's so in cool. my entire life. Uh, have you ever ridden <clears throat> in a semi truck? Um, I don't think I have. No, it was so. The hospital that I work at, we have a uh, we have a very specific type of ambulance that I'll be able to talk more about in the future. Mm-hmm. But it's uh, it's a game changer as far as delivering care to people in hmm. an area um, for a specific type of issue. Uh, is it a Ferrari FF? It is that not. would be it amazing. Would be a, it would. It would. Right. So talk about perks of the job. <laughs> um, so the company that built the ambulance wanted to take it to a trade show to show off what they've done because it's really cool. And our condition for them to take it to this trade show in Vegas was that it be transported on a flatbed truck. But it's it's an ambulance. It's built on a... Dodge Ram 4500 chassis. Okay. Dually in the back. You know, it's a big truck. Gigantic diesel truck. And uh, the truck that to- that had it on its flatbed was powered just by a standard Peterbilt semi-truck. You mm-hmm. know, tra- tractor. Yes. Um, so I-, I rode in the tractor with the driver. His name was Bruce. He was, when you think of a truck driver, it was this guy. Yeah. You know, like Harley Davidson t-shirt and everything. It was awesome. And, um, first of all, I, I got to see him maneuver the truck with the trailer, you know, pivoting and everything. And I was just slack jawed because I cannot, I've tried to figure out how to move a car with a trailer attached before Uh and a pivot point. And I I don't know, I can destroy a game of Tetris. I am very good spatially, but that I, I can't do that. And he, I mean, it, he was making it seem so easy. Yeah, there's that weird thing where, like, the number of axles you have, like, it starts yeah. becoming the opposite of the opposite of the opposite of what you think you right. need to do. Yeah, and then, yeah. yeah it, it gets hard. Yeah, so so um, when I got in the truck and we were just kind of <clears throat> idling for a little bit, like, we were waiting for a phone call that was, that was his company's um, approval that they were going to carry the insurance for this ambulance mm-hmm. so that we could actually load it up. So we were just kind of hanging out for a while. Um, I got in and I was like... Hey, all right. So I'm a car guy, and I'm going to ask you a bunch of questions. You just tell me if I start annoying you. So, <laughs> so I was like, transmission. Tell me everything about the transmission. Yeah. And so, yeah. So he ran me through just everything about the transmission. How you know it has? Uh, it was a 16 gear transmission, and some of those gears have individual low and high. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like gears. 16 and a half and whatever. Yeah. Yeah, and so he runs. He'll run through eight gears, flip a switch, and run back through eight more gears. Hmm. Um, he only uses the clutch when he's starting in first gear. Everything after that is rev matching. Oh wow! So, yeah, so he he says that you know you can just feel the 
yeah. transmission, pull the gear lever in. Yeah. And, and have you ever done that in your car? I have. Yeah. yeah because I broke the clutch cable in my Saab <laughs> one time. It snapped while I was driving and yeah. I, I needed to get as close. I was like, well, let's see how close I can get to getting home. And I was trying to rev match it. And in our cars, it's very difficult. It's doable, but you know, the revs kind of fall in and out of that range too quickly right. to, for the transmission to pull the, to pull it into gear. Mm-hmm. But on an, on an 18 wheeler, on a semi truck, their RPM is so very granular. You know, yeah. I think it, I think it redlined at 3,200 RPM maybe. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, you know, he has very good control over it. Uh, just like a million liter diesel truck. Yeah. So yeah. Super high inertia and stuff, right? Yeah. So that was really cool. Um, all of the gauges, I was very fascinated with the quantity <laughs> of gauges because it had temperature gauges for the front, uh, differential, which is, you know, the, the tractor, um, rear axle assembly. Okay. Right. So behind, behind the cab, but not on the trailer. Yeah. So it had a temperature sensor for that. And then a temp- separate temperature sensor for the differential of the actual trailers, oh. uh, axles. Huh. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, just stuff like that. It, it was a Peterbilt truck. So, I mean, those are, that's like the Cadillac or Lexus of 18 wheelers. Sure. Right. Well, I, Bruce told me, he said, okay. he was like, you pay a lot for this right here. And he, <laughs> he tapped the Peterbilt logo. He's like, there's where the money goes right there. Just in the name. Was he, uh, appreciative of like that somebody was taking an interest or, or was yeah. he just like, Oh, who's this weird? Ass? No, he, he actually was. And I, I mean, you know me, I'm just kind of like a little bit of sunshine. Like, Hey, like, can I talk about this please? Yeah. You know, I'm very excitable. Right. And, uh, he seemed to be, he seemed to be, okay with that and like i was i i just listened quite a bit i just shut my mouth and just kind of let him talk there were some questions that i had that i can't really remember now that i kind of wanted to get to but i just let him talk and let him go off on his tangents and it was really cool that's awesome yeah yeah so anyway i got to ride an 18 wheeler it was that's cool. cool the seat man the seat's so comfortable i bet it's yeah like springy right uh-huh yeah that's yeah cool. yeah so anyway that's about it all right so there's something i want to talk about so okay. In a previous episode, one or yep. two, I don't remember what it was. It was episode two when we <clears throat> talked about SUVs. We talked about Jamie Kitman's article yep. about about whether or not um, people really like or people really want crossovers. Mm-hmm. And I kind of went off on a little tangent about how I don't like SUVs, blah, blah, blah. I, I, was, I was there with you. We, we both kind of went off on it. Yeah. So my friend pointed out, my friend Matt, who's a... Um, uh, he's a good friend of mine, and he he's into racing. He he's mm-hmm. always had almost as long as I've known him. He's had various race cars in various states of repair. Okay, uh, that he's needed to move around, and so he's had trucks. And he pointed out that a car guy's best friend sometimes is a big truck yeah. with a, a towing capacity, right? Mm-hmm. And I absolutely one hundred percent agree with that. And I wanted to clarify that I like. I I appreciate trucks and and the utility that they offer and everything else. Yes, definitely. What I'm not into are the crossovers. So like the small mm-hmm. the small SUVs where they essentially took a station wagon and just made it worse by by raising it up. Right. right? And right. I feel like there's a distinction there. And even I mean even you know as a like a lifestyle thing, you know, whatever buying you know the G wagon, like I'm, mm-hmm. I'm glad that the G wagon exists. I'm glad it's out there. I would never buy one. Right. 
but I kind of kind of think it's cool that it's out there sort of thing. So you know that I've wanted to talk about this since we've talked about it because mm-hmm. I, I do feel conflicted about how we kind of landed on that episode. Yeah. And so let's take, for example, let's just talk about some of the trucks that we like, right? R- real quick, we'll just list a few. Like we love old Ford Broncos, right? Yeah, those old, are cool. Old Toyota Land Cruisers. Yeah, and like Scouts. Scouts, right? Yeah. Stuff like that. We love that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't know if I would ever own one, right? Yeah. Um, and if I did, I don't think it would be a really good match for my lifestyle. But let's compare those to crossover vehicles real quick. Right? Yeah. So if we take something like a 1985 Land Cruiser, mm-hmm. right, which was not the Jeep-ish body style, but more the, four, more the body style that looks more like a Toyota 4Runner today. Yeah. Right? It was, it was, you know, the longer, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, it looked like an old Jeep Cherokee or something like that. Right? Yeah. That's the Toyota Land Cruiser. Um, if we take that and we compare it to, if we look at the arguments against SUVs, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, higher rate of rollover. Right. Poor gas mileage. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, it, kind of on the rollover tip, but just worse safety features. Yeah. Right. And then we compare that to the features that are on, on a crossover. Yeah. Right? The crossover wins. The crossover is what I would certainly call a more boring vehicle and not something that you and I would really want to own. Right. And I don't know if a lot of people are really cross-shopping those things. No, because they're four different things. They're, I mean, they're right. four different applications. But I don't know. I feel like if if I had to pick something and I had to live with it, I would probably pick a crossover over... If I could only choose between those two, okay. So um, I think I think the the confusion, or not the confusion, but like I, I don't necessarily agree with the way you're framing it because to me, there's only there are very very few vehicles whose very existence annoys me. Um, the only one that I can think of right off the top of my head is the X6M, the dumbest vehicle. Yeah. Ever. Um, I saw one of those at a BMW autocross event one time. Really? (laughs) (laughs) Listeners, Ian just exploded in anger. So it's a solo podcast from now on. This is the Dave show where we talk about puppies and video games and cars. Anyway, so there was, there was at an autocross. Yes. And it won the autocross event because, and it's because it was one of the handicapped rankings where, you know, different vehicles had, we're We're sorry, your car weighs a million pounds. Okay. So anyway, so very few vehicles whose like existence annoy mm-hmm. annoy me, even and crossovers included. It's the it's the why, like why did okay. you buy that car that that really kind of annoys me. And the crossover thing annoys me because the reasons for buying a crossover over a station wagon, mm-hmm. which offers the exact same utility. The only re- the only thing you get is a false sense of security because you have a higher driving position and you feel safer, even though you're not actually any safer. So, right? so my wife is very short, right? Mm-hmm. And the driving position of her current car, an older Honda Civic, is really bad for her. Yeah, like she it, it she can't reach ATMs. Well, know, but that's all of these kinds of things. I can't right? reach ATMs in my car either, and that's. <laughs> That's more to do with the fact that everybody now buys SUVs. Right. You know, so it's just like, and it's the same thing we were talking about before where 
if everybody keeps doing it, then the vehicles just get keep getting have to keep getting taller and taller and taller because relative to everyone else on the road, you don't have a high driving position anymore. Yeah, but I don't know if there's going to be that much of a sliding a slippery slope, right? Yeah. It's it's got to equalize and it, I feel like it kind of has equalized in I'd say maybe the last 3 or 4 years. Like Right. So SUVs are like the Ford Excursion is not as popular as vehicles right. of that size, right? Because when something right. like that came out, people bought it just because they could. You know, yeah. like I can get the biggest SUV known to man. I'm going to yeah. do it. And not a lot of people do anymore. No, that's true. But I feel like that one also served a purpose. Like that there was a reason Yeah. There was you could a... have 12 children. Right. Yeah. Like and not and not have a a cargo van as your driver right. as your daily driver. But again, like I my irritation with that would be on a sliding scale based on why you bought it. If you bought it because you needed to get mm-hmm. tools in the back and tow a trailer and mm-hmm. everything else, that makes perfect sense. To right. Me. I get right. I get yes. that. And and we're yeah. But right. if you just drive it to Walmart and back and you know it never leaves payment and mm-hmm. you never hook a trailer to it. Right. And you never have more than you you get it because you have one child. Right. That's absurd. And right. you've bought the wrong car. Right. That's all it is. Okay. So I th- yeah. I think that's what it is more more irritates me is that people don't look at don't look at cars anymore. They just default to the crossover. And I don't know if that's because but I don't know if it's because there's kind of a dearth of good options in the car there, space. The options for station wagons and hatchbacks, we know, and all yeah. car guy know, all <clears throat> car people know that those options are super small. Yeah. Well, and one of the and my go-to thing that I would always recommend to people mm-hmm. was the Jetta uh, TDI, TDI sport, sport wagon. wagon. Yep. And now you can't do that Thanks. anymore. Thanks, Volkswagen. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. Can't assholes. really recommend. <laughs> can't really recommend that anymore. Yeah. God damn it, Volkswagen. Ah, dude. I want to do one episode of the podcast where we don't bring up Volkswagen. I don't know if we're ever going to do it. Uh, besides your Volkswagen. I mean, well, and you yeah. we talked about the Phaeton already. Right. Too, so. Oh, my God. I didn't even realize. Yeah. 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 Oh. yeah. I, I don't know. So, yes. They are the largest car maker in the world. So it's not yeah. like. <laughs> and I own one. So it's yeah. not like it's going to. It's that much of a stretch for us to talk about them all the time. True. So I have a few requirements for the vehicle that's going to eventually replace the Saab when I either wrap it around a tree or uh, it bursts into flames in the driveway at 2 a.m. spontaneously. Yeah. One of those two things is probably going to happen. Yeah. Um, and I do want to talk about the Saab real quick because there, there may be something weird with it. But anyway, so the requirements for something that to replace the Saab, I want a hatchback or a station wagon. Okay. okay. I want a face-melting amount of power. Okay. Right? I want to be able to hit the throttle and have my mom in the passenger seat and have her say the F word. Right? <laughs> Which I've it's only goal, yeah. I've only heard her say it once in my entire life. Yeah. Uh so I like I it needs to inspire profanity with how fast it is. Okay. And it needs to seat four adults comfortably. Okay, so you've described a Tesla Model S or a That's not a hatchback or station wagon. It is it? a hatchback. The S, okay, yeah, all right, okay. So let's say can, that's on the table. You can okay. seat seven in that. Yeah, and I've seen them with bike racks on them, and they're okay. pretty cool. All right, and you can get them with all-wheel drive, face melting amount of power. Yep. Check. It is yeah. maybe slightly expensive. Okay, so let's talk about other vehicles that are an option. 
Uh, E-Class. E-Class uh, Mercedes-Benz station wagon. Mercedes-Benz station wagon. Oh, I forgot to mention that, if possible, I would love to have a manual transmission. Okay. And this is when compromises have to start being made. Yeah. Well, then you're then you're looking at an older Audi S4 or 6. Yeah. Um, and you know I'm not going to do an Audi. No offense you, to but, Audi guys. But you don't care about all-wheel drive necessarily, do you? No, I don't. You know okay. I don't. Um, CTSV. I know. Yeah, like, yeah, but there's only like they only made that car in a wagon with a stick for like a couple of years. Right, but there's no there's no fifteen thousand dollar twenty thousand dollar option. There there might be, which uh, it's a fifteen thousand uh, dollar full of headache option, which is importing something. Yeah, I mean, I've never researched anything about that. I. It's know. worth what, looking into. But what would I import? Like, um, like five series, five series wagon, a three series wagon. Yeah, um, I know you can't import the um, M5 wagon, the AKA the unicorn in the United States, because you guys have to wait for it to get to be twenty five years. Twenty five years, yeah. Yep. Yeah. So that's the the equivalent vehicle on the road argument doesn't work with that one for some reason, but. Well, yeah, yeah, because it has a V10 in it. And, no, but the... Oh, but, the V8 one you're talking about. No, compared to the M5, right? Because the M5 had a V10. But it's a totally different body style. Right. It's, I mean, it's just the wagon body style of the M5. Right. Yeah. But they... Did we even get the 5 Series wagon here? The regular yeah. 5 Series wagon? Uh-huh. But we didn't get it with that engine. Correct. Right. So, I mean... Yeah. You can see why in a yep. crash test it would be... Different. Different. Yeah. But anyway, yeah. This has been... You just need to Bill Gates it and just buy two of them so you can crash one and then... True. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. So I don't know what I'm going to do as far as the Saab, but those really are my requirements for a vehicle. I do need to be able to put a bike rack on it. I don't know. Yeah. But you could could go Dodge Magnum, but I don't think you get that with a stick. No, and those fall apart. Yeah. Yeah. but, But you are correct in that that is something that was in that segment, right? Yeah. Because it did have a V8 option. Yeah. But yeah. not with a stick, I don't think. No, I'm I sure think, it didn't. I don't yeah. think you get that with a stick. Yeah. But, I mean, that's probably the thing I'm going to have to give up is having a manual transmission. What if Focus ST? Can or you Focus see, RS? You can't seat four adults comfortably in that. Not if they're sized like you. Well, I don't expect to fit six foot four gingers four ways, but four adults comfortably? It's a four-door. I mean, you might be able to. Yeah, but... It'd be interesting. Like... There's plenty of cars that are four doors that can't fit adults. How often do you have four adults in, in your car? I would rather have something that fits four adults comfortably yeah. and give up a manual transmission Whoa. than to have a manual transmission and only be able to fit two adults comfortably. Okay. That's yeah. just where I'm at as far as what I need out of a car. Yeah. I mean, we, we had this yeah. discussion before because this is, this is the same list that, except I wanted all-wheel drive as well when I was shopping for the Saab. Right for the for the Turbo X, so I don't um, know. You could look for a Turbo X. I could. Yep. Yeah. I could because I mean that there's mm-hmm. some pretty simple mods you can do for that. Yeah. Yeah. Saab wagons are an option. Yep. Yeah. So I don't know. Anyway, so with the Saab, with my daily driver right now, I have a feeling something is wrong, and I don't quite know it yet. I feel like something there's is like a, a disturbance. Yeah. In the force. Right. And you know, as someone who 
you relate to this in that like we are really honed in to like the normal sounds of our car uh-huh. and then something that's slightly different than the normal sound of our car. Okay. Right? Like I'm hearing just a little bit more whine out of the transmission, possibly, mm-hmm. from that area underneath the hood. I had the hood open and I started it cold and just, you know, put my head under the hood trying to figure out what I could hear coming from where. Like maybe it's the throw out bearing in the transmission. I'm not exactly sure, but I have a feeling that inevitably there's going to be some kind of repair bill. I don't know what's going to break, but I the it, overall status with the Saab right now slightly unsettled. Yeah, yeah. But you're it's still at the point where like if you brought it to your mechanic, they would think you're a crazy person. Probably. Yes. Right. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, I get that. Um, I'm usually wrong. Yeah. <laughs> about those, I'm usually everything's usually fine. <laughs> Like, I thought when I brought my car to my mechanic, um, like, a couple times ago, I was like, I'm not, I don't know, it just doesn't feel right, something's uh-huh. weird. And he was just like, I think this thing's running awesome, so I don't okay. know what's wrong with you. But, okay. So maybe maybe it's the same thing. Hmm. Maybe not, I don't know. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Tell. We'll find out. Yeah. Good luck with that. Yeah, thank you. Um, let's see, where are we at? Uh... How do you feel about playing some FMK cars? Was there anything else you wanted to talk about? My body is ready for FMK cars. <laughs> you prepared your body for FMK yes. cars? Yes. Can I All go right. first? Yes, you can go first. Because I have one that relates to our discussion about SUVs and my friend Matt. Who, Excellent. Okay. Who rightly pointed out that we were being dismissive and childish. Okay. Um, so my friend Matt has... Um, a, and this is really all. This is just an excuse to say the name of his car in a funny way. Okay. He's got a, he's got an Expedition King Ranch edition. <laughs> King Ranch. <laughs> King Ranch. <laughs> I told him I was just gonna say King Ranch. In okay. Different, different ways a bunch of times. King uh, Ranch. It doesn't work as well. No, it doesn't. King Ranch. Oh, I like that. I like that. So. As you may or may not know, I did some research on the King Ranch edition of Ford, I'm sorry. Of Ford, Ford vehicles. Okay, go on. The, it is a trim level uh-huh. that gets you um, a much upgraded interior. And I will yeah. say that his interior is awesome. Yeah. Yeah. We went to like Harbor Freight one time when I was back in Oklahoma City, and he was just like tossing every tool in there. And he was really funny and going around Harbor Freight because he was just like, oh, well... He came, he went. We went there for one thing. I think it was like a piece of an engine stand or something. Okay. He needed to replace, and he ended up leaving with like a cart and a half full of stuff. <laughs> like he had to back the truck up to the door, and it was just like tossing <laughs> shit in for like a half hour. You know, it was like okay. in the jerk when he's like, "All I need is this, uh-huh. this, this, this chair, and this and jack, this pin. and these jack stands, <laughs> and this gear, puller. and this new torque wrench." <laughs> like it was ridiculous. Yeah. yeah. But and he uses it to tow race cars, so okay. it's very it's very right. cool. Yeah. yeah. Um. So I have an FMK cars King Ranch edition. <laughs> All right. Okay. So I my body is not prepared for this, but I have no choice. So there are three cars you can okay. get in King Ranch trim. Really? Yes. You okay. can get. And actually, I think there's more than that. Um. Because I don't. And I'm. I apologize. I'm not up on my. F three fifty, F four fifty, all of that nonsense, right. and then there's the dual vehicle, the yeah. dual, sure, yeah, the dualies and stuff. So we're we're gonna just keep to three. There's gonna be an F one fifty, an F three fifty dually, okay, and the expedition. Ah, okay, okay, all right. and they're all king range. I think it's expedition, not excursion, right? Mm, 
I oh, think God. let me I make sure I'm not right. making a. I'm not going to look at your screen. Yeah, don't, so that I don't, don't. see other. Yeah, it's a uh, expedition. Okay. 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 So I'm I'm good. Um. So, but there's a catch with um, each one of them. No. Yeah. yeah. Well, you did it to me with the spin your, doctors and fish and art bell. Also known fish. as one of the greatest FMK cars of all time. It was pretty good. Okay. This one's going to be pretty good too. Okay. Okay. So the first one is the F-150. Okay. But you have to say, don't mess with Texas to everyone you meet for a year. If this is your daily <laughs> driver, you <laughs> have to, for as long as you're driving it, you have to, you have to say that to the, everyone you meet. So if you, if you're, if it's your F, you have to do that for the whole day. Whole day. Okay. All right. Everyone you meet. Uh, quick, quick question. So, are the do I have to do it for people that I've already met? Sure. Like yes. if you come over, oh, I have to say absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. I have to say, do. don't mess with Texas. Yeah. Hey, and what's going on? Do you want to record an episode of the podcast? How about some you pizza? De- and you have to say to your wife uh, if you call your parents, you got to say okay. it. Uh, everybody. Right. Yeah. Okay. Everyone All you right. see. Okay. Your dogs, whatever. Okay. Okay. So the next car is the next one is the F three fifty. Uh huh. Dually. Mm hmm. But it has a vinyl wrap that you are not allowed to remove or alter in any way. Oh, boy. The vinyl wrap is just the Texas flag and airbrushed faces of George W. Bush and <laughs> Chuck Norris just all over. Okay. Okay? okay. And you have to rock can, that. Could they be like in a um, – like in, in Archer, like a Krieger van type situation where they're engaged in some kind of like fantasy battle? Oh, I like that. I okay. like that. Yeah. Okay. No, yeah. Both, they're both shirtless. Let's just go with that. Yeah. Yeah. They're okay. both shirtless. Like, Doing high kicks? Like Putin-level shirtless. Yeah. Awesome. All right. Awesome. Yeah. Okay. As a matter of fact, let's just put both of their heads on Putin's body and just call it a day. <laughs> they're both on horseback. Okay. All right. Yeah. Okay. Okay. How many rainbows are in this final round? Uh, none. It is going to look very serious. Like, that's oh. the thing. It oh, looks like, like you... No unicorns, no rainbows, this no This is not eyes. an ironic rap. Crap. Yeah, no. It's not going to uh, look ironic at all. Okay. All right, nice, go on. Nice try. Damn it. Yeah. Um, and then the expedition. Okay. You're not allowed to put a bike rack on it. Oh, and the back it. is full of cats. <laughs> Like how full are we talking? I'm I'm saying like full of cats, <laughs> like they're pasted up against the window, like the Garfield cat with the suction cups on. I mean, it's not like stacked top to bottom. Let's okay. say the bottom is full of cats. Okay, and and I assume in this fictional world, these cats never die. Like I'm not. They're self they're self sustaining. Okay. You don't have to clean litter box or anything. I'm not responsible for cat genocide. No. Okay. Well, right. well. So part of the reason I did this was because I was really... So I really... wouldn't crush it. Yeah. Well, or that you would then be responsible for crushing... Kittens. A, expedi- a Ford Expedition full of cats, <sighs> which, that's a lot of cats. Dave. You know how to push my buttons, Ian. I know. You know and that's I'm why I put the bike lover. rack. That's why I combined it with no with bike no rack. With no bike rack. Ah. Oh. Okay. All right. Crush I, the cats, I, Dave. I can't crush the cats, Ian. You know. I know you can't. I'm a dirty, hippie this, vegetarian. This, that, this cute little. Yeah, yep. Nope. Can't do it. Yeah, That's okay. Don't That's crush right. me, Dave. Don't worry, kittens. Okay. Because Dave's not going to. All right. You know what? I'm going to load up on Benadryl because I'm allergic <laughs> to cats. Although I love them. And I'm just going to bury my face in that pile of kittens. And we're just going to have a good old snuggle time. It's going to be great. Um. So that means I have to crush either the F-150 with 
uh, with me saying, don't mess with Texas every time I meet somebody, mm-hmm. or I'm going to have to crush the F-150 with the vinyl wrap. The F-350. F-350 dually. dually with the vinyl wrap. Okay. So I am going to crush the F-150 and not have to shout, don't mess with Texas. That's probably smart. Yeah. Um, that would get awkward in meetings, oh, like yeah. at work. Yeah. 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 Um, they... <laughs> Are you from Texas? No. No. <laughs> I would just rather you don't mess with it. <laughs> just to make just to get it all out on the table at the beginning of this corporate event. Um <laughs> at the beginning of this change control meeting, I'd just like to say, don't mess with Texas. Right. I mean, don't mess with Texas. Yeah. Yeah. I can't even do it. I'm from Missouri. I should be able to at least inflect partially. Yeah, you get extra points if you like go full Yosemite Sam yeah. and like, fire pistols like pew pew. <laughs> Yeah. Um, so so that one's crushed. Right. Um, let's see here. So then I'm going to I'm going to marry the expedition. Wow. No bike rack ever. No. I understand that, and that's okay. Your daily driver has no bike rack. I'm going. Wow. To, that car's big enough that I can shove a couple bikes in the passenger seat of the front. <laughs> Probably. Just deal with... You're going to scuff up that saddle leather. That's perfectly fine. It's King Ranch. It's going to be nice. King Ranch! King Ranch! Um, and then that means I'm going to F the 350 dually. So my plans for the dually, let's think about this. I've got the vinyl wrap, mm-hmm. right? Chuck Norris, George W. Bush's heads on Putin's body. I'm going to... I'm going to drive it to various locations throughout the country. In this, in the scenario, I can teleport. Okay. Um, so I'm going to set it out in front of the – what's the capital of Texas? Is it – Austin. Austin? Yeah. Austin is the capital? Yeah. Oh. Okay. What did you think it was? I figured it would be Dallas or Houston or okay. some more Texas town than Austin. We're, we're just going to have to have like a – Dave learns geography. Yeah, true. Edition. So let's say I park this because I want to park it in a Texas town. Let's. I'm going to park it in Dallas's, uh, like the city center of Dallas. Okay. Right. And time lapse. Some, some people will call that downtown. Dallas. Downtown Dallas. Thank you. Um, words fail me as we've <laughs> often heard on this podcast. Uh, I'm going to park it in downtown Dallas, just on the street, and set up a time-lapse recording uh-huh. of how people interact with it at a distance for an hour. Okay. Then I'm going to teleport to, say, my hometown, Kansas City, Missouri, uh-huh. downtown, put it down at, say, I don't know, uh, 4th and Main. Okay. Right? Kansas City. Yeah. Holla at your boy. Uh, <laughs> and do the same thing. And then I'm going to... Uh, Please take, take it, it to Boulder. Take it to Boulder. Or- Portland. Take it to Portland. <laughs> take it to New York City. Yeah. Um, and just kind of, you know, do these hour-long mon- uh, time-lapse videos to see when it gets messed with, who vandalizes it first, right. what n- the nature of the vandalism is, yeah. things like that. And then just put the video up on YouTube and then probably just live the rest of my life comfortably off the ad revenue <laughs> from that YouTube video. <laughs> yeah. I would say that the correct answer to that what you would do for a day in, uh-huh. that, in that truck. It's a uh-huh. dually yeah. with a vinyl wrap of the Texas flag and George W. Bush and Chuck mm-hmm. Norris. I think you have to go to a Walmart parking lot, mm-hmm. just do donuts <laughs> while eating cheeseburgers and like throwing like gallon-sized sodas out the window. 
<laughs> I think that's what you're supposed to do as an American. Yeah. As American. More than likely, security would show up. See what was happening and then just say, carry on. Yeah, proceed, sir. Yep. <laughs> yeah. No, this makes it, sense. Let us know if anyone gets in your way. Yeah. 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 All right. Well, that's very good, Ian. Thank you. Thank you for uh, throwing that one at me. I really like it. <laughs> you knew I couldn't kill them kittens. I know. Uh, I stack the deck against you. Okay. All right. This one's really <clears throat> simple and it's really fast. Okay. All right. It's just called Ferrari. No further explanation needed. I like it. Can I? All right, one more time. Oh, dear. King <laughs> Ranch. Got it. Yes. Nailed it. Yeah. I, when you said that, some skull showed up in your lip. <laughs> um, all right, Ferrari, no further explanation needed. Okay. F40. Oof. Yeah. F- F50. Yeah. Enzo. Let's do it. Oh, oh man. Oh, wow. F40. F fifty, six, ten characters. That's that's impressive. So I have a confession to make. Sure, I've never been a huge fan of the Enzo. Okay, I've never liked the way it looked, mm-hmm. and I've always been a big fan of the F fifty. Right, I agree. So the Enzo is definitely one of those cars that is function over form. Yeah, and and where where is the F fifty had some odd style to it. It does have some odd style. I know it's not universally loved or anything, but the fact that that it's just that Formula One, mm-hmm. the Formula One engine mm-hmm. bolted directly, mm-hmm. like it's part of the chassis. Yep, it's just so cool, and it sounds so awesome. Yep. But then the F forty is one of my all time favorite cars. Mm-hmm. Yep. But it would, sounds it would be terrifying to drive around. Yeah, that's that's one of the cars that um, a lot of the automotive journalists say truly scares them, like the McLaren F one. Right. Uh, the Ferrari F40, like Tiff Nadell yeah. said that the Ferrari F40 tr- frightens him. That's, Jeremy Clarkson also said the same thing. That's crazy. Um, Twin turbo V8, yeah. an insane amount of lag on the turbos. And yeah. when, they, like we said, a turbo car needs to have lag. It needs to feel like a weapon that's pointed at you sometimes. Yeah. I think I, think I would have to kill the Enzo. Okay. I would marry the F40... Okay. And just up my life insurance, I guess. <laughs> and uh, okay. I would fuck the F50, and I would um, I would just spend the whole day just driving through tunnels. I would just find yeah. the, lar- the biggest yep. tunnel I could find mm-hmm. and just do third gear pulls yep. all day long. Over and over. Yeah. Hopefully there's a gas station on each end of the tunnel. <laughs> right. So yeah. just fuel up. We'll just park a tanker on either end. <laughs> yep. like, back in the I'm going to need all of you yep. guys. Yeah. <laughs> But I think that that's exactly what I would do. Okay. All yeah. right. Kill the Enzo. Marry the F40. Yeah. The F40. Yeah. Which is so fucking cool. F the Ferrari. Or the F50. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, it's kind of a toss-up because the F50, yeah. I would almost say I would marry it just from a safety right. standpoint. Yeah. Extending a, your life expectancy. Yeah. Well, and I feel like on the road, maybe that would be more entertaining almost. Like, okay. Well, just do you want to change note? your mind? No, no, no. The F40 is too cool. The F40 okay. is too cool. I would. Okay. I got to I gotta stick with the F40. Speaking of the word cool, um, I was going back through our podcast, putting together photo collages for our FMK cars. Uh huh. And we were talking, I can't remember what we were talking about, but at one point I said, Are weird and cool the same thing to us? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think they are. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, all right, what else you got? Do you want to do one more? Yeah, what time? How, what are we, yeah, how are we doing? See. We good? Yeah, we got, uh, we're coming in at 51. We'll see if we can park yeah, it in around an hour. Yeah, let's squeeze okay. one more in. Um, this one is timely. It's, uh, the Pope was in town. Oh, yeah, uh-huh. Not in town, but... In the country. In the country. Yeah. And uh, New York Times had a really great article on the history of the Pope Mobile. Awesome. Pope Mobiles throughout history. Yeah. I encourage you to go look that up. It's very cool. Um, and just kind of interesting little photo collage that they put up. So they're always such crazy cars. Yeah. Yeah. It's really cool. So let me um, let me uh, get my other one that I had ready to go for you out of the way so we can concentrate. So okay. I have visual aids. And for those of you at home, you might want to follow along. So this is the first guy. The Whoa. Fiat Campagnola. Wow. Campagnola. Okay. Uh, how the hell you say it? Yeah. Uh, something, something Italian. It, it looks like it's an old... It's the Fiat Spicy Meatball. <laughs> it looks like an old Willie's Jeep. Yeah, sort of. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, it's There's... got a little more, um, uh, I think, uh, Land Cruiser in the front. Uh-huh. And there's no giant glass... Yeah, um, bulletproof so, glass or anything like that. So the backstory is that this was kind of the last. It was it's kind of a cool transition because this was the first of like the SUV type popemobile okay. that they had, Instead and it's, of and it's pre- white and it's okay. very cool. But it's the last one to be open top because um, this is right when um, um, there was the assassination attempt in the early eighties on the, okay. on. Uh, John Paul II. Okay. Right? John Paul II? John Paul II. Okay. Um, so it's it's just a really cool-looking yeah. old truck. Okay. Awesome. I think it's we'll pretty cool. T- we'll tweet out a link to this list. Yeah. Yeah. This is definitely pe- something people should check out. The next one is also an SUV. Okay. This, one, this one's pretty cool, but we're not going to do that one. We're not doing that one either. We're doing this guy. Oh, Mercedes okay. 230G. Uh-huh. So this is the first one to have kind of the, the fishbowl on the yep. top of it. Mm-hmm. Um. And it's a G wagon, yep. Essentially, yep. Um, okay. but like the military spec, okay, spec one. And it's like uh, the first one to have like bulletproof glazing and all sorts of crazy okay. shit in it. Um, so it's a pretty cool looking nineteen eighty one piece of kit. Yeah, it's cool. Wow. And then oh no, that's not what we want. And then what was the last one? Oh yeah, the Cadillac. This guy. Oh wow. Yeah. Not from Cadillac's Golden Age. No, <laughs> it's a Cadillac DeVille para, uh, Parade Phaeton. Um, apparently, I... GM spent six hundred grand making it, and it was never used because of security concerns. It was okay. for his visit to Merce- uh, to Mexico City, but it's got cool things like this chair in the back, uh-huh. the the Pope throne in the back. Uh huh. It's so it's an open top convertible that's been stretched, and then there's like a riser um, where the the Pope sits and he has kind of like a handle thing for if he wants to stand up or whatever. And he's got okay. like this little throne and it's, um, it's got, a, I think it's a hydraulically actuated raise up. Like it can oh, really? raise up. He's got, a, there's a pump in the trunk. You okay. Can hit a, you can hit and he a can button. ascend. Yeah, he can ascend. Maybe yes. like a foot. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. I, I have a weird confession to make. <clears throat> I kind of like Cadillac DeVille's. Like this era Cadillac DeVille? Yeah. Like from the 90s? Uh-huh. Really? Yeah, with North Star V8s. Yeah? Okay. Yeah. Why? Because it's a giant V8 in a giant car. Yeah, they're, they, they, they puts, weren't fast. It, they are fast-ish. I've, I've ridden in one. Yeah. 
Um, and all that power is through the front wheels. It's yeah. just dumb to okay. do that. Yeah. But I kind of like them. Okay. I think they're cool. All right. Well, this yeah. this this should be an interesting one. Then. Anyway. So, um, yeah. Okay. So we have the the Cadillac Coupe, de, not Coupe de Ville, but yeah. Cadillac de Ville. Um, I love that it has Phaeton in the name. Yeah. Uh, the G wagon, and then the Fiat, the lovely little Fiat. That Fiat is really cool looking. Oh man. Okay. So I think what I would do is I would, even though I like Cadillacs, I think I'm going to go ahead and crush that one. So I'll kill that. Okay. All right. I'm going to, oh boy. Okay. I'm going to marry the Fiat because it looks like it's just a bunch of fun. It looks like a happy little car. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. yeah. So look at this little face. Uh-huh. It's so it's so cheerful. Yeah. Um. So I I'm going to marry that. I'll, that will be my daily driver. And then with the Mercedes G wagon that has the nice glass house on it. Mm-hmm. Here's what I'm going to do. You're going to take all the cats from the expedition and put them in the glass house. <laughs> no, sorry. Go ahead. Nope. Nope. But I'm going to put you in the glass house. <laughs> Okay. And I'm going to lock it from the outside. <laughs> and then I'm just going to park you at a fish concert. <laughs> Damn you, Dave. And just let it happen. No. Let it happen. Oh, man. Sorry, buddy. Oh, that's terrible. But that's my plan. Yeah. No, that's, yeah. that's a good one. Okay. It's a good one. Thanks, buddy. Yeah. Yep. All right. Uh, let, I'll do one more, and then we'll wrap it up. <clears throat> Let's see here. Do, do, do. There are cars that I'm no longer allowed to use in FMK cars. I, I'm imposing a self Like RX-7s? Third generation RX-7s, Acura NSXs, and Ferrari F35s. No more. Okay. Yep. Um, the uh, 355, you mean? 355, thank you. What did I You say? only did that once, I think, right? Uh, maybe twice. Yeah. Cars that have aged well and then maybe oh, something yeah, else. That's right. But anyway. So, this, so since the Fiat made me think of another car, <laughs> I didn't want to mention it at the time. Okay. All right. These are... Some of my favorite cars that the Top Gear guys bought during some of their challenges. I've thought about doing one of these before. I'm glad you're doing this one. Awesome. Yeah. Okay. So you can probably guess what the first one is going to be. Is it going to be Oliver? Of course it's going to be Oliver. Oh, I love Richard Hammond's Opal Cadet from the Botswana Special. Oh, Oliver. Yep. It's an adorable little car. It is. Oliver. Yeah. All right. So I even did one for each host. So that was Richard, the Richard Hammond entry. Okay. All right. James May entry. Mm-hmm. James May is very British, mm-hmm. right? James May, Series 6, Episode 2. It was a challenge for cheap coupes. I know exactly the portions. XJS. You're exactly right. You could tell me the episode, and I could tell you exactly what car okay. it is. Okay, all right. Then let's go ahead That's and how go, obsessed with go Top to, Gear I am. Go to Jeremy Clarkson, okay. Series 13, Episode 6. Mm-hmm. I can't remember which challenge it was. But anyway. Series 13. It was an Austin Healey Sprite. Oh, I remember. It was the. It was when they did the 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 rally. Yep. Yep. Um. Oh. Okay. So you have an Opal Cadet XJS, Austin Healey Sprite. This is the second appearance of an XJS in our, in one of our. It is. Yeah. yeah. You threw one at me. Um. And now I'm putting it back at you. Well, Oliver is saved from the crusher. Let's just get that out of the way. Okay. Right now. Okay. All right. Oliver's not going anywhere near that fucking thing. Just as if it was full of kittens. As if. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, basically, yeah. We yeah. could have actually just changed the ex- expedition is so big. We just, it's full of Olivers. <laughs> There's just Opal Cadets in the back. And those have kittens in them, right? <laughs> There's okay. kittens in cool. them. Okay, recursive kittens. Oh, cool. Yeah. All right. It's the Russian nesting doll of cuteness 
in cars is basically yes. what we're yeah, doing. Yeah, it is. Um, okay, so the, 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 the cadet is safe. And actually, I'm just going to go ahead and marry. I'm just going to marry Oliver right now. Okay. Because it's... Stop tapping the table. Sorry. Adorable. It is. God damn adorable. <laughs> um, and then I've got to, I got to, I got to, well, I'm just, one, it's one day. It's one day. Surely all of the oil won't escape in one day, right? <laughs> I'll do, I'll. <laughs> That's what you say. I'm going to crush the little Austin Healy. Okay. Even though I really. bug eye Sprite? He didn't have a bug eye though. It was an Austin Healy Sprite. But it's not a bug eye. Oh. It was not a bug eye. Oh, okay. I, I believe, I don't believe it was a bug eye. Okay. Um, and I will, I, I'm going to fuck the XJS and I'm just going to, I'm going to get dressed up in the finest, like tweed. No, no, I'm going the other direction. I'm going to go washed up, like, uh, washed up, like formerly rich guy. Okay. Um, uh-huh. like, so like the a best, like second hand suit, suit I can get shoulder pads. Yep. Yep. Yeah. And okay. we're. We're going to the strip club. Just 24 hours of just driving like madmen from strip club to strip club. Okay. Uh, in like a horrendous like secondhand suit. I feel like you're only going to make it to one. Probably. And you might not even really make it there. You might have to walk the rest of the way. Yeah. And then we'll probably get to spend the rest of the day doing some sort of repair okay. on the XJS. Okay. But it would be fun. All right. Yeah. Okay. And I like that it's gold too. If it wasn't, if it was any other color than gold, yeah. it might have gotten crushed. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, good. Yeah, excellent. I think, I think we did good work today, Dave. We, I think we did. Did we make enough amends to the to yeah. the truck owners As, of the truck world? Truck owners, SUVs, crossovers. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I think we did. So, all right. Uh, follow us on Instagram, Tumblr, Twitter at Team Clearcoat. Yeah. And then I'm at I rolls so hard, and I am at Nuck Nuck Goose on Instagram and Twitter. Yeah, self promotion. Yeah, yay! Follow us. Uh, we'll post pictures of the FMK car options. Play along with us. Uh, send us your FMK cars. I'm really excited for somebody to send us an FMK cars. I know. Um, a couple people have answered the ones that we've posted, and I'm really excited to see that. Mm-hmm. I I really hope that this kind of game catches on. I can't believe somebody hasn't done it before us. I know. I know. Yeah. Right? Yeah. But send. I would. I would love for someone to send us something. If you happen across a podcast on iTunes and you like it, leave a review. That helps other people find the podcast. Um, it helps us move up in the rankings, and it just helps spread the word of Team Clearcoat. Yeah. You can also email us. Yeah, you can email us at teamclearcoat at gmail.com. That's it. All yeah. right. Cool. Talk to you guys later. King Ranch. King Ranch.